This is the Welcome to Perth podcast, showcasing the stories behind our events, entertainment and lifestyle. These are the stories of how they came to be and what the future has in coming. Hello listeners and viewers to the next episode of Welcome to Perth Catch-Ups. Today I've got with me a very cool dude. He's a gun surfer. Uh, he's just been on the uh, on the Voice season eleven. Sam McGovern, uh, welcome, mate. Hey, James. Good to see you. How you doing, bro? Good, good. How are you? Um, yeah, but how how are you feeling after being a you know on the TV and um, you know having judges turn for you? Um, yeah, how's it all uh, how's it all sinking in? Um, sort of still getting used to it. It's pretty crazy. Um, the the idea of seeing yourself on on the TV is pretty weird. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it doesn't feel normal, but it, it's it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's good good to see hard work sort of paying off in some way. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a full-on experience. I imagine a lot of your friends are going, oh, my God, I've seen you on TV. Um, what was the experience like? Is it all that, you know, you thought it was going to be? Yeah, it was – the experience was awesome. It was it was, it was so surreal. It was, that's what everyone would say, really. But it's um, – it was really good. I guess there's a big sort of idea around TV shows and reality TV shows, especially music-wise, being very um, sort of bad for musicians in terms of like uh, not helping their careers, almost damaging careers. But with this show, it was actually kind of the opposite. It was really good. You know, we met so many different artists. It was just a bunch of artists from all different lives and genres just chucked into this one situation that we had no idea what was going on. So we all bonded really well. Um, yeah, everything good came out of it, really. It was, it was really awesome. Love it. Now, yeah. for, for listeners that um, don't know what The Voice is or they haven't seen season 11, um, do you want to just give us a little bit of a rundown of, yeah, of, of, of your experience? Yeah, so it's, um, it's, it is pretty much a reality TV show, but it's a, almost like a competition. You know, you've got um, a bunch of artists performing in front of four chairs that face the other way. And those four judges are? Uh, Keith Urban, Jessica Malboy, Rita Ora, and Guy Sebastian. So it's pretty Some intimidating. Some big names. Some yeah, big names that you know are sitting there that you can't see. As you, and sorry to cut you off, but what were you feeling like when you were walking out um, to do your live audition? Um, I, because we were in Sydney two weeks prior doing a lot of other filming and stuff. I was really nervous the two weeks before, but then sort of the two days leading up to knowing that I was about to jump on stage, I just just relaxed, took yeah. a few deep breaths, and I was more excited to get out there than I was nervous. Awesome. It was just wanting to just get out there and do what I do every day, really, because it's just I just had to remind myself that you know what do I want to do when I get to my venue? I just want to jump on stage and play. So. I just treated it as that. I just went out there and just stayed relaxed. And I got nervous at the end when I, they were in front of me and I had to talk to them because I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and how many judges turned around? Um, I had two. Um, I had Keith and Jess. Love um, it. But at the time, um, you know, Rita and Guy were sort of starting to fill up, so everyone was getting a bit picky. Uh, but um, it didn't show it on the TV, but... Um, at the time when they turned around, everyone had every, no one had nothing bad to say, no critique, critique at all. Yeah. 
it's actually just compliments and guy, guy was even so amazed he said you know like you just did you killed it man like you know your, your guitar playing your, your vocal is just just the package you did really well so it was really Love good it. to hear from them yeah and then so who did you who, and who did you pick and why did you pick them that's that would be a tough thing because you don't really you're sort of having to reject this famous um yeah. artist that i imagine you respect and yeah you, and you got to pick you know so it was keith and jess that you were picking out of yeah keith and jess um jess pitched pretty hard she was pretty keen on having me on her team she said she didn't have anyone like me which was which was true um on the other hand keith keith also wanted me but I guess from the start, I did I did want to go with Keith. I knew if Keith turned, I'd probably go with him because because um, funny enough, he he was the first album like I actually bought when I was a kid on my iPod. Ah, I saw recently on um, on on Instagram they posted that the the little iPod touches, tiny little ones. Yeah. Apparently, are worth a lot now because they've just been discontinued. Because <laughs> no one, yeah. no one's, no one stopped buying them, yeah, and, they're, and uh, they're not making them anymore. And um, I found mine yesterday, and I was right. It was the first album on my little iPod. Love it. So yeah, so I guess I've grown up, and I sort of listened to him when I was younger. I'm um, not that he's a major influence of me now, really, but um, I still look up to him. He's a cool guy, so I chose Keith in the end. Very cool. And yeah. um, what did he think about that story when you told him that? Oh, I'm, I'm sure he's probably had it a lot. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he appreciated that for sure, yeah. And then, uh, so, all right, so you picked Keith. Did Was Jess off you? Was she like, how dare you not pick me? Or was oh, she... She, she, was, she was fine, I'm, you know. <laughs> not a big loss, I'm sure. <laughs> and then, all right, so then, uh, then what happened next? Um, lots of hugs, um, just meeting everybody. Uh, feeling, I had this feeling in my arms like, like my arms had disappeared. I showed on the on the on the vision. I sort of went like that. My arms. Like, I didn't know if they were there still. Yeah, it felt yeah. like they dissolved. It was the most surreal thing ever. It was crazy. And so you then go into the next part of the competition. Yeah. So jumped into like callbacks and battles. Um, this year on TV, they sort of um, they didn't really show as much of that they sort of squished it in together to get it done pretty fast which was which was kind of like well, all of us were kind of like oh damn because there was so much more that was that happening went, that was happening yeah mm. like um i know a few people's callback performances didn't even get shown um but yeah i went into the callbacks um and i went up against my friend mel um we just both had to re-sing our audition songs in just in front of keith who was standing <laughs> like right there yeah and it was just me and Mel, and we had to sing it. And I've ne I never usually get nervous, well, too nervous at all. But these nerves were kind of like un uncontrollable. It was just he was looking at you, and it's just like this. And he's kind of a serious guy. Yeah. I don't know when he spins his chair, he's he's kind of like this. He's like, <laughs> okay. Terminator. so it's kind of like I'm not sure if he's impressed or something. You know? So you're more nervous for that one in yeah, front of way one person nervous, versus because yeah. you are you're playing the live audition. Obviously, the four judges are, have their um, their chair turned away from you to begin mm. with, and you've got a whole live audience, don't you? Yeah. So, so you're you're more nervous just with the with the one on one. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. It's just like, yeah. yeah, there was no big speakers. It was just really just yeah, it was it was really scary. Yeah, yeah. And then so talk so, us through that. So yeah, I didn't I didn't get chosen through Keith Chosmiel, um, which. He should have chose me, but that's okay. <laughs> so I don't mind. I, I was happy with evening. I didn't. I just went there, told myself not to expect anything, mm. and how far I went was how far I went, and 
that's all I wanted really. I'm, I couldn't have changed anything. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a, I mean, it's it's a cool way to get you know get your name out there. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't call you a commercial sort of artist, so it may even work in your favour with yeah. not having to go down a certain route um, that you know the winners of those competitions then have to go to with with contracts and whatnot. For sure, I, I was, it worked. I sort of after it happened, I was kind of pretty emotional because I wanted. I guess I wanted more chances, and but then it sort of I realised that. You know, you know, maybe that was good for you. You know, you've you've got the exposure you need without limiting anything else. You know, you haven't uh, gone gone through and tampered um, any anything else. You just really just put yourself out there with a song that was my rendition. Mm-hmm. It was like that was a song that I had changed up myself. So I was happy. Yeah. So it was Love good. It. Mm. And. Uh, What's the have have a heap of people been hitting you up since they've oh, seen you on the show? It's been pretty wild. It's been crazy. The the day after my blind audition, which was a Thursday, because it went on a Wednesday night, mm-hmm. I was playing at the markets in Scarborough, and oh, it was like it's kind of weird because I'm the same person playing the same songs. Um, but it's, it's cool too. Like I guess people are suddenly noticing. All of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, that's this like, guy rather yeah. than just walking by and going, oh, that's cool music but yeah. not actually taking yeah. the, the one or two minutes to actually appreciate which, it. Which does show how like um, status can change things, which is kind of sad but I'm not complaining about mm. it. Like, well, I, I, this is a little bit off topic but this sort of goes to what you're saying. Yeah. I, I remember Sam reading an article about Banksy, the, the artist. Yeah. And... Uh, obviously, his art goes for a ridiculous amount of money, Crazy. and he um, just did an experiment that he was just doing some art on the side of the street in that. New York City or something. Fifty dollars, yeah, yeah and, and, pe- and just selling it, and people were like yeah. walking by, exactly the and same people art. People bought it that it got made, made <laughs> yeah, thousands of dollars. Yeah, so it is funny, isn't it? Like yeah. you know, the a name. Um, can really change a lot of people's, you know, mm. perception, or make you sort of stop and and yeah. and notice. It's 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 a it's a funny thing. It's a bit sad, isn't it? But, yeah. But I guess that's um that's life. I guess the people that I know. I guess it shows you how important it is to remember the people that were with your journey from the start, because mm. um, they've been there for well, you know, my mum and dad. I don't know, but yeah. Uh, um, it, it was weird, you know, that that night I played in Scarborough. Um, suddenly there was a huge crowd suddenly forming around and. People coming up to me asking to have photos. Yeah, it was, yeah. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and I only played for one hour because I was late. Usually, I pay for play for three hours. Um, Why were you late? Oh, I don't know. Surfing? I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I wanted to to go that night because oh, so much had happened. Like okay. it was just so full on. Like I just wanted some time to chill. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I went down and I played for an hour, and I ended up getting. Like three times the amount of money yeah. in one hour than I get usually in three hours. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm not complaining about yeah. it. Like I, I do it full time, so <laughs> I was pretty happy with it. Yeah. But yeah, it's been weird walking around, bumping into people, people sort of noticing you and recognizing, like saying your name and be like, oh, that's the guy from The Voice. <laughs> people gave me photos, lots of requests, like to play different places. Yeah, it's been cool. It's exposure, and that's what mm. I went on it for. So yeah, yep. it's awesome. It is. Yeah. I mean, the, a lot of the world is about marketing, so. Mm. You know, you got to have you have you've got the voice and you know and the look and the style that 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 you know you've you've um, been brought up as a, I guess as a down south sort of surfy surfy dude and you yeah. bring those sort of Jack Johnson um, <laughs> sort of vibes. Um, do you have any other uh, 
yeah, any other artists or mentors that you that you look up to, um, whether that's it can be outside of music, but then also music influences. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess uh, when I grew up, the main artists I listened to were, was the biggest one for me was John Mayer. Um, although I don't look up to his uh, uh, life style, like um, his music his, ability, his music, and what he his does, music yeah. songwriting, his songwriting and. I guess he does. He's very knowledgeable, but it's very Hollywood, so it's not for me. But I look up to his songwriting the most mm. um, and his music. And then it was like Jack Johnson. Um, definitely, his lifestyle is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, he's the more surfer. Yeah. Um, uh, John Mayer's "Free Falling" cover that he yeah. does live. Yeah. Have you listened to that one? Yeah, I play that as, like as a cover. Oh, that's one of my that's one of my favorite mm. um, tunes of all time. It's a good one. Sorry to interrupt you, but oh, Jack Johnson is a little bit Jack more. Jack Johnson. Yeah, he's he's. He's a package, really. Um, other guys like uh, grew up listening to. I had a lot of influences from dad, so he listened to a lot of Sting, like The Police, um, Nora Jones, U uh, Two, and that's where me playing that cover mm -hmm. came from on the voice. Uh, but yeah, but my influences were really like Ziggy Alberts, um, uh, John Butler, uh, Ben Howard's a big one. Mm -hmm. um, and then like uh, other guys like uh, a friend of mine, Kim, I looked up to since. Um, he sort of became well known. I loved his songs. Sure, sure. Yeah, re recently we've come in contact and um, been catching up for a coffee. Uh, so it was good to get lots of advice from him. He's really helped out mm. with um, like sort of guiding me, especially after The Voice, because uh, it's hard to know where to go next. And he gave me a lot of reassurance to sort of just keep going forward and just keep doing your music. And yeah, and another guy is Riley Pierce. He's a local guy from WA. Um, He's, he, he has some amazing songs too and he's, he's given me a lot of advice, um, so it's been helpful. And Riley's got yeah. a, a new album that's about to come out, yeah. doesn't he? So he's, um, yeah, very good voice. I remember, I remember him from uh, the Causeway Bar days when he'd be mm. playing down there on a Thursday night. What's his, um, give his, um, his album a little bit of a plug. What's, it, what's the, um, the name of the album? Oh. I know you've pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered it, but I think, I think it's something about the, the water and the rough. I'm not sh sure. But Riley Pierce, you'll be able to yeah. see it on Spotify anyway. I have to look at it, but mm. um, yeah. It's, it's and what we will do, actually, speaking of Spotify, we'll put a little link yeah. um, to your Spotify profile. So mm -hmm. for those people that are listening to the yeah. uh, interview and are interested to, to hear your hear yeah. your music, we'll, um, we'll put that in the show notes. For sure, yeah, I'll be definitely releasing... Uh, we're gonna, I'm jumping in the studio soon, going to do a cover, full cover of the song I did on The Voice. Um, just nice acoustic and stripped back, but... Similar. Love it. So, yeah, that'll be good because I guess it, a lot of viewers have come from The Voice, so I'm sure they'll like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. And so um, I mentioned just before, though, that you grew up a little bit down south, uh, a yeah. bit of a surfer dude. So <laughs> what was what was the childhood looking like for you? Oh, I was always a kid during school that never went to the parties because I wanted to wake up early before school to go, to to go surfing. surfing. Um, I had a tight little group of friends. It was just the three of us. Yeah, um, and we'd wake up. We'd just go surfing all the time if the waves were good. Uh, that's all I did. That's all I cared about during school. I've probably... seen photos. I haven't been surfing with you because I'm nowhere near um, good enough. But it looks like some amazing breaks you've you've surfed before. Where's mm. your? I mean, and that they look scary. They look oh. scary just from looking in the photos. Um, so, um, I guess a couple questions. Um, how are the nerves when you're about to take off? 
and you know you've got you're on a 12 foot or a 15 foot wave um, yeah. and the next one is what's some of your favorite surf breaks that you've been to oh it's pretty thrilling it's like an adrenaline rush and a, at like a high that you don't get from anything else in life um is it is it a similar feeling to when you're about to walk out on stage like for the voice no is it, is it, or is it are they you, you can't compare they're two different feelings they're like in the same category i guess in terms of like like feeling happy and stoked but um they're not yeah they're, they're quite different yeah there's very especially at a wave like that um, my favorite waves down south are like my favorite one although i'm still learning how to surf it is the box mm -hmm. um that's the photos that you saw that's yeah. where the pros surf for the margaret, margaret river pro. sometimes it's very dangerous i have had some bad injuries out there um that's why it's so like thrilling, thrilling when you go down it because you literally your life could be on the yeah. line if you get it wrong yeah yeah for sure like but well, it's so rewarding like just getting spat out of it like i had a barrel. wave recently i was on, was on my instagram and um i took off and i had like this like i was i I took off on it and it was a bigger one and I sort of felt really deep and saw it go over me. There's a few photographers down the, in the channel. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, I've got to stay on the rail, got to make this one. And it just, the lip sort of goes over you, feeling like nothing else. And then it just, it just like felt this really big, I hadn't felt this before. I felt this big surge of pressure, like draw into the wave. Yeah. while I was inside it and I couldn't see anything. Yeah. And it's huge pressure draw. I was like, what's going on? And I just bent my knees a bit more and then just spat me right out like it was insane. And, and that's where you see those yeah. like from pro surfers how that, yeah. It's insane. I talked to the, one of the photographers um, afterwards and I was like, oh, did you get the shots? This was the other guy. Like, so there's two photographers. Yeah. One guy got the shots and the other guy was like, man, I stopped shooting you halfway because I thought you weren't going to come out of it. Oh, you're kidding. And I was like, you're kidding me. But like, that made me feel good. I was like, okay, because I'm a bit of a rookie still. I'm pretty yeah. bad sometimes. And I was like, oh. Surely it wasn't that good. Like, that was a good way. But yeah, he was like, mate, that was good. Was, yeah, 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 it was pretty fun. Epic, what a feeling. Um, and so what are, some, what, are, what are your worst injuries you've, you've done while surfing the box? That's or not a or good surfing? question. Oh, no. No, you it's don't. You, you don't. You don't, I, you, I, I have, you don't I, need I to answer, answer it. it. Yeah, you, can, can. you can give us the PG um, one if you want or give, us, or give us the R rated up to PG you. PG version is uh, the first time I surfed out there. It was the second wave took off and I went top to bottom and just had no idea and just ate the most load of poop I've ever, <laughs> I've ever ate. Um, I've, there's holes in the reef everywhere. And um, obviously one leg went down one hole and one leg went down the other hole. And Scary. I sort of like, there's a scar there from like three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I went down and I just smacked into the reef um, this is pretty exclusive. I don't set up this over interview, I don't think before, but it's it's like this big lump of reef just smacked me there, but it went in right in between my legs and yeah. split my nuts out. Oh no, that's not what you need. That's a tough no. moment. That is a that's a scary moment <laughs> in the wetsuit. There was a hole in my wedding and there was a blood coming out. Oh no. And I came up screaming, I was like Oh no, not what you want. And then these I'll... guys out the back were like, shut up! <laughs> like, you sissy! My nuts! <laughs> it was. <laughs> all, a lot of the guys on. A lot of the surfers. Like, they, one of them asked me 
what the worst injury was that I'd done out there once yeah. like from on the guys on tour and I was like, oh, I did this. And they're like, what? Are you kidding me, man? Oh, my God. They're like, knew me as a nutsack. But I, I, um, no, it was, I was lucky that it, it, although it was a bad injury, like it wasn't bad. I just went to the hospital. Well, I got yeah. stitches, stitches, and it was all good. And, a, and a, another bit of stitches, yeah. yeah, so, yeah well, so well, was, I'm glad you're, you're, you're able to have some kids yeah, in the future. Yeah, still can have so, kids. Yeah. Um, Nerve-wracking, mm. but yeah, getting stuck in reef—that's one of my had, um, one of my biggest fears. Yeah, I had PTSD, like I couldn't go out for a while. Yeah, for a while. The, the only reason why I started surfing out there again was because I saw John John going out. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna go out. Just, just John John. Oh, so he was, John, he was actually John, out there John at Florence, the time. Yeah. Oh, you gotta you gotta go surfing with and him. I went out there. Was Number just, one in the world at the moment? Was, no, nah, but he, he's world champion at, in previous years. Yeah, yeah. One of the best surfers in the world for sure. And I went out there, and it was just me and him. And I was a photographer and and we're just sharing waves and he called me onto this set and he's like, Go oh, Gromit And I just <laughs> took off. I was like, I have to, that's John John. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, yeah. So I took it and that just destroyed the um sort of bad the fear. For me. Yeah. And so you you nailed that wave? Yeah, I got a, I got some yeah. good shots from yeah. it. Yeah, love it. And you had John John giving you a high five when you when you paddled yeah, back. He was stoked. He got the best. Oh, I don't know. I feel like mine was actually bigger. <laughs> yeah, he, I think he, he had the better style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he is a world champ. So you're yeah. you're still. So are you going to get on the world surfing tour one day? Oh no way! Oh nowhere close to that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a dream of mine when I was like a kid. Like. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess surfing was always like, oh my God, like they're surfing and they're getting paid. Mm. Like, and they're serving the best waves in the world. It's the dream job. It, it's the dream job. It's crazy. It's a lot of hard work though. But um, yeah, I, I wanted that when I was a kid. And I, that's why I moved to Margaret River for a period of my life. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it just Focusing became, more it, be on, yeah. Yeah, it became, um, it became like, unreasonable to do that because you've got to be born into it really yeah so i i just surf for fun like it's it's better to do for fun than com compete because then you put pressure on yourself at, on something that you love and then it becomes more of a chore than, change that a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. change the relationship sure. you have with surfing mm -hmm. um i have heard that they um the world surfing league are currently having netflix follow them around the same production company oh, yeah. and they're doing um similar to what the um f1 with drive yeah. survive you know how everyone's all of a sudden become an f1 head mm. um that and they don't even like cars or any any racing um and it's just because of the stories people have got connected with the f1 story i've heard they're now doing that the same thing with um with the world surfing league yeah they are actually um i've been able to watch them film it a lot um I had I had a I got a few friends that are on tour, um, so like I've been able to sneak like athlete passes and <laughs> Love um, be like, hey, have you got a spare athlete pass? And you get in the the zone where the the like their locker room is, and um, you know it's just not crowded. It's wait, it's just cool vibes. Yeah, yeah. You get to hang out with all the guys and just... And then all of a sudden friend. you're getting interviewed by Netflix going, yeah. oh, how are you going to go in your heat? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nah. Was, um, they, uh, so you get to see them film all that yeah. sort of stuff. So it was pretty cool. They've got... There's cameras everywhere. Like the poor guys, they must... Like it, it, it was really funny um, seeing a conversation like before the, the heat, just uh, someone I knew, Bronte, and her boyfriend, which is a friend of mine, Will... And then suddenly they're just talking and then they, then out of nowhere comes a big whoop, just a big stick with a pole, like a huge pole, yeah. like, like a 
like with a the, ten with foot the first, pole with the, audio. with the big audio fluffy yeah. audio thing on it, just go right in the face, and then the big camera. Like, how can you act normal when that's there? Like, <laughs> just talking about what you had like. <laughs> really weird. So it's really fun, really weird. Interesting but watching. I've got to meet. Yeah. Um, I've got to meet a few of the guys filming, and they seem to have a lot of fun. Mm. So yeah, it seemed pretty cool. And um, just finishing off on the surfing topic, but yeah. um, Kelly Slade is still cruising around at his age. He, yeah. Is he fifty? He's. I don't know. I got a photo of him with the great man. Yeah. So my my question around. Like for him to still be out there doing it, I've heard he just takes really good care of his body. Oh. And and the surfing league has normally been known as like a big party place and, and maybe that's why surfers don't last too long on the tour or, you know, well into their mm. late thirties. But I mean he's done it all through his forties. Yeah. So I guess the question is, is it still like a big party league or oh. is it like got to the point where it's really professional and they're taking care of their bodies after you know after heats and after um after wins i reckon that's definitely a question for the guys on tour i wouldn't have a clue but from like i guess just seeing what they do from like an outsider's perspective it seems like they're like starting to move away from partying entirely and just like really focusing on health and mm. and yeah like that because i guess they look up to people look up like to him. Yeah, yeah kelly I was, I was, so you got a photo with the yeah, great kelly i was kelly. so stoked like um, I had to. I never wanted it. But yeah, it's, love it. It's pretty funny. Love it. We'll yeah. uh, we'll take that one to the camera. Actually, we'll put. You know what? We'll put that photo in the uh, in the show notes as well. <laughs> he's funny guy. Love he's, it. He's a cool. He's a cool dude. He's uh, very impressive. Yeah. I didn't want to be that guy, but I was <laughs> but like, you were that I have guy because he told me this might be his last year in Mars. So I was like, I have to do it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon he gets that a bit. So yeah, it, that's okay. So where where's Sam gonna be in ten years' time? Oh, um. I've always said the dream for me would be like nothing more than uh, l living from my music. You know, I'm not asking for much really. I just want to be able to get to the point where, you know, you can live a stable life and do the things that you want to do and you need to do, and not out of proportion, you know, but be able to like, have the, the enough money to do the things that you want to do and have that comfortableness. Yeah, yeah. But not too much because it's important to not get in that mindset because then nothing's ever enough. Materi I, I, materialistic yeah, sort of mindset. I, I've never yeah. felt like that. Um, it's, yeah, my, the dream for me would definitely be a house, a little house. I don't care if it's a little shed. Next to the beach? Oh, the dream, the, de the dream was on a green hill yeah. in Warpole, somewhere in Warpole on a green grassy hill overlooking maybe like a little bit of an ocean view, a wood fire and, you know, being able to live off my music and just the things that I love to do and that's it. And don't need an Ed Sheeran jet plane. Just I, I, <laughs> If I still drive in my Subaru Forester, that's great. Just as long as you're happy and comfortable. Love that's it. good. Yeah, love that's it. the dream. But, it, yeah, hopefully... In terms of music-wise, doing a few tours around Australia, I'd love to do some shows overseas in the future when I build up a fan base for that. Um, yeah, just see where it takes me. It's, the not knowing is 
the fun of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, love it. Yeah. And on that awesome answer, um, I think we'll leave it there. But um, looking forward to watching your, your, your journey in, in music, but also Thank I'm looking forward much. to um, staying stalking your Instagram with all these <laughs> barrels that you're getting and, oh. and, uh, and looking at it with envy, but also uh, yeah. with admiration. I have to wait till next year when the photographers are back on the <laughs> And yeah. take care of the, uh, you know, the, the package Always. next time you're, yeah. uh, you're at the box <laughs> down in Mugs. Might have to wear a box. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, right. mate. Thanks, James.